Hey there, this is Kayla, one of the hosts of Potions and Potpourri. I know that what I'm about to say is a common, albeit cliche, message to put in the beginning of a podcast, but I think it needs to be said regardless. Many of our early episodes have poor or inconsistent audio quality. This is pretty common for indie podcasters, and honestly, I find it to be enduring to the huge amount of learning we have had to do to start a project like this from scratch. We've learned a lot of things along the way. And while our audio quality does improve as time goes on, there are still many episodes where the audio quality is inconsistent from once before or even after. To be totally honest, we have tested and gone through a good number of recording setups and have lost or gained better quality editing software over the years. It costs money to have a really good recording and editing setup, and we have gone through times where we've had to be as budget-friendly as possible. So if you can, please bear with the weirdness of the sounds, strange background noises, and poor editing through some of the episodes, especially the first few, and hopefully you can enjoy the content we are providing beyond all of the mess. We promise it gets better, but we never stop being chaotic. Thanks for taking the time to check us out and enjoy the show. Oh, the fade out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Potions and Potpourri. This is a variety talk show D&D podcast. We talk about stuff, interview people, make things spur the moment. And finally, we have a live play. We did it. We told you we would do it. <laughs> <laughs> We're really excited. We have our friend Seth Campbell here to run a one shot for us today. Um, and we are just really looking forward to seeing what he has in store. Welcome, Seth. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to to run this and see how y'all get through this mystery. I'm excited to not run something and be a player. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, do you have for us? So today I've got in a- store. In store. What do you have in store for us? <laughs> <laughs> I figured I'd just, I'd just kick off from there. Uh, I've got a murder mystery, murder mystery for you today um, that I hope is not A, obvious, or B, impossible. Um, <laughs> I tried my best to make it neither of those. <laughs> we'll find out. So should we launch right into it? Uh, yeah. So real quick, just so our listeners know. Um, so this is Keisha. I will be playing a halfling drunken monk. And his name's going to be Booth. Um, and Kayla here. I'm playing Bazik, a hexblood undead warlock whose patron is Evening Glory. Sounds so much more cool And just <laughs> for clarity, if anybody is listening and confused what the fuck that is, it's from the newest <laughs> Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, like gothic lineages and stuff. Which so I'm pretty, pretty excited sweet. to play with that. All right. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and hop into it. Great. So just to set the stage, this murder mystery takes place in the city of Roselake. It's a small suburban town in the shadow of the bigger city of Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. It's a quiet town of a thousand or so, which has recently been rocked by an uncharacteristic crime. To set the scene, we step into the point of view of Vincent, a paladin of Tyr, the god of justice. Ooh. I'd like to, I would like you to imagine the zoom in, the scene is black and white, the smooth jazz is playing. <laughs> I run my hands through my hair, 
My back turned to the scene of the crime. Murder in a jail cell? The act and location refused to fit together in my mind, tumbling like dice at the table of a seedy tavern. Mm. I lit a cigarette and brought it to my lips as the rain buffeted my face. My squire was casting shape water to make my monologue more dramatic. <laughs> in a quiet town like Rose Lake, this scene is strange enough, but the details just don't work. Two dead in a jail cell that's remained under watch. One of them looking more leathery than a loxodon's flank. It was time to do something I didn't always love to do. Ask for help. Something directed my attention to the entrance of the jail. Something was the name of my squire. Sir Vincent, something said. The adventurers are here. I turned to the doorway just in time to see the entrance of the two adventurers. A poorly man saunters in. His gray-green skin and protruding lower jaw clearly marking him as a half-orc. His fashionable dark clothes and the eerie crown-like protrusion on his head mark him as something else. He appears amiable, but a dark force seems to radiate off him as he stands confidently with his hands on his large hips and surveys the scene. And the second person that snuck in behind this half-orc is a middle-aged halfling man with shaggy, unkempt black hair that shrouds his face mysteriously. You see his dark eyes peering down at the scene, heavy bags under his eyes from numerous sleepless nights. He's hunched over in his oversized deep green trench cloak, as if a terrible weight is continuously pressing down on him. He looks around with suspicion, quickly taking a sip from one of his numerous flasks hidden within his cloak before placing it back in. As the adventurers step in, Vincent uh, sort of motions towards something, his squire, to stop the rainstorm. Walks over and says, thank you for coming here. As he finishes one cigarette and immediately lights another one. <laughs> you see the halfway man pull out a cigarette, light it, looking you dead in the eye. Yeah, you too. Uh, a halfling of culture, I see. Very good. Yes. Uh, not one to be one up. He lights a second cigarette. So he's now smoking two cigarettes at once. <laughs> the halfling man pulls out his flask. And he's drinking from one corner of his mouth as he's smoking from the other. Bosley kind of daintily, like, brushes the smoke out of his face. And he says, so what did you call us here for? The paladin removes his, his helmet. He was smoking through his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh it's like an oh yeah the open face kind of helmet yeah, yeah. Okay. um it's a it's kind of an older man grizzled real kind of veteran style and he says we have a crime that i just can't i can't make heads or tails of it if you'll follow me to the back of the jail and he leads you back to uh through one more doorway into a jail room that is very if you saw this one jail room you would know you're in a small town it's like one cell. You're not exactly in like, you know, Fort Knox here, right? Yeah. Um, but inside the jail cell, there are two bodies. One is a woman's body. She is very contorted. She reminds you a lot of like a mummy. Um, very leathery, dried out skin. Gross. Cracks running up her fingers. Her The skin on her fingers has receded, uh, showing more of her fingernails. She's got one of those like nasty like mummy grins on her face, you know, where her, like her lips have pulled back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but despite that, she has pristine, nice clothing on, and she's got really immaculately done hair. Hair looks fine, clothes look great. But skin is all gross. Skin so is all gross. Stay out of the sun a little bit more, I see. 
Maybe I could have used my squire to throw a rainstorm in there. <laughs> I don't need a rainstorm. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Is it the same person? Apparently, <laughs> <I know. laughs> we did not prep this. As soon as you started talking, voice. I was like, "That's my voice." <laughs> <laughs> I can try to go a little more Texan. You just need to add a New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much. I could go Texan. <laughs> Next to the woman's body is a uh, bearded dwarven man who has no obvious wounds on his body. He is covered in some kind of clear liquid, so he's sopping wet. Um, he's wearing priestly kind of robes, and his face has a blue tint to it. It's not painted, it's like the skin has... Seems like she could have used whatever he had dust with, you know what I mean? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's wet, and she's not. I see. We need to put you to work in our hospital. That's a genius idea. <laughs> That's a genius idea. Um, and as you are talking, he unlocks the jail cell and ushers you in and says, please look around. The Our paladins and priests have examined the scene and can't make heads or tails of this crime. Yeah, let's see what we can do here. <laughs> when you're a little more variety, so this is my voice now. <laughs> uh, so Booth is gonna, he's like, <sighs> finishes smoking and then he puts it out on the body of the woman. Oh my god. <laughs> as he leans down, he like crouches with his arms over his knees as he's peering closely, trying to see what we can see. Can I roll investigation to see more? Yes, absolutely. I feel like investigation is the role of a murder mystery game. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like that's the only role you should ever do. Uh, no, that's not true. Oh no. Alright, so investigation. Luckily, he's kind of not good at that. Never mind. Oh, that's 11. <laughs> 11? Okay. Um, so you kind of examine this body, and there's nothing that immediately jumps out to you that wasn't obvious from outside the cell. Um, still leathery? Still leathery, cracked skin. That's about all you can make out uh, on your first like, kind of cursory investigation, is that this isn't some kind of like illusion or trick to make her seem leathery. You can figure out she is actually... A pretty leathery skinned person. Yeah, you would definitely reach out and like kind of rub his hands over on like her arm or something to feel the yeah. skin. Mm-hmm. And he's like looking over, he's like opening her eyes, he's like opening her mouth, <laughs> he's like looking up the nose. He's Send- doing this like so seriously, you're like, he seems like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Since Booth is looking at the leathery lady, um, Bosick will check out the dwarf. Um, Bosick has some familiarity with magic so he's actually gonna check that first okay so i'm gonna roll an arcana on the dwarf and see if there's any like residual magic oh that's almost as bad as it could have been (laughs) a seven um (laughs) good start (laughs) so so something definitely is kind of uh tickling your magic sense um something's not everything isn't quite what it seems here this wasn't just like a a dagger or a rope Mm -hmm. um but Right now, all that it is is kind of a tickle in the back of your brain, and okay. you, you can't come up with, with what's going so on. So Bosick just stands there, like, with one hand on his chin, the other <laughs> the other holding his um, elbow up, and he's just, like, stroking his chin, looking at this dwarf, like, hmm, <laughs> something's not quite right. Uh, Booth, you were investigating the mouth and, and kind of moving the body around some, right? Yep. Um, would you please make me a medicine check? Medicine? I know medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's not that bad. Okay, 14. Hmm. A 14? Okay, so you notice two things. There's not a single wound on this woman's body. Hmm. Totally unharmed. Something sort of uh, gets your intuition going, and you take her hand and you make a little slice just in the palm, and you find that there is not a single bit of blood inside her body. When you were checking inside her mouth, 
There's no saliva. There's no anything. There is zero fluid in this woman's body. Do you share this information? He, like, looks over at the dwarf, and he's like, I might know where some of the fluids came from, but I'm not sure. This one's covered in fluid entirely, and this one has none. Yes, I said that already. Well, I don't know who you are. (laughs) Bozik, nice to meet you. Mm. It's actually a very, like, effeminate handshake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Shakes. Shakes. (laughs) I usually, uh, do this alone. I, I only ever had one partner. He, like, looks off into the distance. You see his eyes kind of <laughs> go blank for a moment as he's lost in the memories of something. <sighs> I haven't had a partner since that incident. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. Um, it's at this so. point, a another old man in priestly robes comes walking into the jail cell. Um, and says, I, I, should, I should let you know as you are investigating these bodies... When she came into the jail, uh, she had fluid inside her body, and he was not covered in the fluid. This happened after she, oh. after they were in the jail cell. Seems pretty, seems pretty obvious. But yes, good, why were they, good information. Why were they in here in the first place? place? So. <laughs> <laughs> it was rather kitschy. <laughs> For both criminals, um, I am uh, Stin. I am a priest of Tyr. My job was not to care for them as criminals; it was to care for them as people. I fed them, I housed them, made sure they were fairly comfortable. Um, I have a doctor, Vincent, for more. Uh, his law keepers were the ones who, who brought them into the jail in the first place. He just <laughs> glares at this priest. <laughs> oh boy. Clearly with suspicion, his eyes are narrowed. He, like, reaches in to his coat pocket, takes another hit from his flask. This is very much... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Kind of ways, ways from smoke. <laughs> yeah. Very much smoking and drinking in here. Um, I will tell you that I will be out in the sanctuary outside the jail. Um, if you would like to talk more, my asthma will not let me stay in with the cigarettes. You understand? <laughs> yes, we understand. Asthma. And so he turns and, and walks back out, leaving you in the room with the corpses and Vincent. Vincent, that was that guy's name. Yeah. Um, so Bozik turns to Vincent and he wants to ask him, what were they? What were they in for? And he he sort of spits in clear uh, uh, disgust of both of them in the jail cell. Oh. Was it further than my spit? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. Let's, let's do a, a, con- a contested D twenty roll. <laughs> you like ever done a spit roll? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ten. Three. Oh. So no, you you have outspit him by far. Yeah. And he kind of he spits and then kind of goes. <laughs> As he realizes that a halfling has a yeah, boot just stands up a little bit straighter. You're like, closer to the ground. It's fine. Yeah, I guess it's true. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway, these two are both criminals. The woman, Evelyn, was her name, was in for murder. She murdered her husband. Murdered her husband on the the day of their wedding. Just oh, after the ceremony. That's tricksy. Typical. She was found. Not only did she murder him, she was found. Covered in his blood with his cut-out heart next to his body. I don't know why, but... Really? You can't? Alright, yeah, go on. My mind... I can't pretend to know what's going on in the mind of a murderer. Yeah, alright, that's fair. Guess you have to murder to really get in that mind. And he looks off in the distance once again. (laughs) (laughs) For a moment. And Vincent kind of looks at the halfling for a bit and goes, Right. I suppose so. (laughs) Anyway. The, um... The dwarf there was... Caught by one of the citizens of Rose Lake. He was at the smithy here in town run by Georgina. Um, he was caught nailing her tongue to 
to a post after he had cut it out. Wow, that's graphic. That's a little bit worse, yeah. To be honest, I think the murder might be worse, but Georgina's alive, at least. I guess. (laughs) You think murder would be worse than not having a tongue? All right. (laughs) We're not as similar as I thought we were. (laughs) We're not so different, you and I. (laughs) Clearly, there's uh, seven feet of difference over there that I see, but, you know, it's fine. I'm going to practice for the next time you come here. (laughs) Good luck. So those were their crimes. What was the dwarf's name? Oh, the dwarf... Uh, you didn't ask. What was the <laughs> what was the dwarf's name? Uh, the dwarf identified himself as Borin. Oh, so that would be B O R R I N. Borin the dwarf. Curious. Evelyn was first found by the father of of her, well now ex husband, ex person husband, dead man. Borin was caught obviously by the the customers in the smithy after cutting out the tongue. Tell me, was Evelyn religious at all? To the best of my knowledge, she was irregular churchgoer who observed the rites, but nothing about her lifestyle made me think she was especially religious. Sounds like something my goddess Evening Glory would be very much into. So you're saying you're also religious? Eh? Well, well, drink a little bit more from this flask. I am a warlock, so yes. I suppose that's fine. <laughs> Are you suggesting that you might cut the heart out of innocent men? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. It's just uh, just something that uh, piqued my interest with those details, that's all. Very good, I would hate to put you in the jail cell that apparently <laughs> dries out people. <laughs> oh, goodness, no. <laughs> Little Mary Poppins there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Accents are hard. They are. Was there any suspicious activity before? The murders. We don't know anything about the murder. We know that on that, again, on that same day, Evelyn and and her betrothed Peter had gotten married. It seemed to be a happy enough relationship, but that night the husband found her next to his body. Perhaps trouble in paradise. So these two were both, they were murdered at the same time, presumably? Presumably. You'll have to talk to to the priest, Sten, for more. Mm. Again, he took care of them, but... We should. But that's, that's all I know. I would be happy to give you um, directions to speak to the father of the murdered or to the blacksmith, if you'd like, at any point. I think that would be good. There's not much else I can really glean from over here after looking over everything. Um, I want to actually, like, investigate the jail cell a little bit more. So hmm. I want to, like, run my hands, like, in the corners of the walls, like... Jiggle the bars a little bit, like, scratch at the ground, kind of see, like, what, if anything, I can find. Sure, sure. Roll me a perception check. Perception. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, it's a nat 20. Oh, uh, wow. First one. Yay. So, yeah, you do the finest job investigating a jail cell that you're certain anybody has ever done. <laughs> Booth check. is watching very closely. Uh, yeah, Booth and Vincent are just leaned up against the wall, just like... <laughs> They, they have like like three cigarettes in each hand, <laughs> yeah. just like just pulling as much as they can. I like cough a few times. The smell of tobacco and nicotine is just heavy in the air. Yeah. Um, but you notice two things as you investigate the jail cell. First, some of the ash from their cigarettes as they're smoking, uh, as it sort of drifts into the jail cell and just permeates the whole room. Um, some of it, you notice it kind of making a shape around the the dried out body. Yeah, I'm helping. Um, 
And on further investigation, you find there is a very faint circle of blood drawn around the dried out body. Curious. Curious. Why is why you saying that? Keep smoking. You guys are doing a good job. Better do better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And he starts like putting the ashes into the circle. He goes, come here, come look at this. And Booth like immediately launches himself forward, like flinging all the cigarettes <laughs> into the ground. <laughs> and he like leans down. What am I looking at? What you see? This uh, circle of blood. You see all the ashes? Kind of, the ashes are like forming on top of the circle. Yeah, okay. it, it, it's like like they're landing everywhere. In most places, they'll just kind of blow away. You know, kind but of. But they're like attaching to the blood right because it's kind of wet. They're kind of settling in and. Yeah. Okay. Oh, where does it lead? To uh, and from. It is just a circle, circle. around it's her body. It's just a circle. Yep. Um, with your nat twenty, you also find in the center of the drain uh, of the cell, you notice a small drain just for water to oh. to escape up. Holes maybe like an inch. You got a light. Can't you just like magic yourself some light? I don't have that kind of magic. <laughs> so yeah, he makes a little. They have matches, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> box. yeah absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he lights that up. Um, I just like throw it down the drain, I guess, to see, like, to see how much it lights up. So as the the match kind of tumbles down the drain. It looks like the the drain pipe kind of goes down and it has like a U mm, a, a U turn at the bottom sense. of it, um, where there's some standing water and you know the match goes out. Okay, I might have to roll, but do I see like any blood or anything in there? Any blood like in the drain? You mean mm-hmm. no? Okay, no, it's just a drain. Can I determine pretty assuredly that this circle of blood could be from one of these two victims? Mm. Is there a way I can really hmm. look for that to see if Well, it's... you did cut that woman's hand. Yeah. Like, so... I shouldn't have blood, though, so it doesn't really help, but... Right. Is it fresh? It's dried. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dried. It's, it's dried, okay. kind of gooey, you know. It's not, okay. like, weeks old, but it's not, like, an hour ago the, the blood happened. It was, was it's congealed around. a little. There we go. Uh-huh. That's the word I didn't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> where, where is the ring located in relation to the bodies? <clears throat> Um, so the bodies are, are say 10 feet apart from each other. Okay. Uh, the, the woman who has no fluid in her body is directly in the center of the circle made by the blood. So oh. it, goes, it goes around her. Oof. Um, okay. The dwarf is outside away from the blood. Well, that's suspicious. Okay. Yeah. So Booth would like get down mm-hmm. and he's just like shuffling as he's just following the trail until he shuffles like all the way around the circle <laughs> like is there any breaks in it is there any irregularities is there anything like that um it looks like it was finger painted oh. it's, got a, it's got that kind of like a little shaky when when you're painting with your fingers or maybe that's just me because i don't have steady hands <laughs> but uh whoever did this is like me and doesn't have steady hands um and you get the impression this was not like um like poured but it was painted on He's going to drag his finger through some Gross. of the blood and like, <laughs> no, sniff <laughs> it. <laughs> Can he sniff for what kind of what are you of blood? What are you sniffing for? What, what race? Is this human? Is this orc? <laughs> oh my you, God. They all have different smells, you <laughs> they know. They do? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's yeah. see. Sure, roll me. <laughs> Maybe nature? Nature or medicine, your okay. choice. Either of those two. That's so um, weird. <laughs> this, well, is, this is so weird. Here we go. Yes. yes. Now we're getting to the heart of it. Uh-oh, that's a five. You have no idea. <laughs> you just, like yeah, you, you kind of get the blood, you go. 
Gross. <laughs> That's all you got. <laughs> no, I don't say that. I'm like, smells familiar. Oh, good. <laughs> it's definitely the blood of someone who once lived. Yep. <laughs> I'm so glad we got adventurers here. <laughs> I'm not just in it. No, you don't know. You don't know my past. If you knew, you wouldn't be talking to me like that. But I don't, so I am. <laughs> There. <laughs> <laughs> he like walks over and pats your arm and then like wipes his finger Gross. off on your jacket as he goes by. Let's go talk to this priest unless if there's something else you need to look over there. No, uh, Vincent it was. Yes. Are you gonna stick around or are you just gonna let us deal with this? I'll stick around the crime scene if you need to talk anymore. I'll be here. Okay, see you later. Keeping an eye on you. Likewise. <laughs> As you leave, you can hear him start to... Dang it. <laughs> Blue just smiles to himself. It was nice to meet you. The pleasure might have been mine. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> to be determined. So yeah, we head out to find that priest. Okay. So right outside, this this jail cell is, is kind of uh, attached to a temple. Um, hmm. That's why it's the Paladins of Tear that kind of keep the keep the law here. Um, so Sten's just kind of tidying up the temple, and as you leave, he comes over and says, "Well, did you make any fantastic discoveries on Zivadis?" We don't need to answer that question to you. You are suspect. Yes, sir. There was a suspicious circle of blood around the woman with no fluid in her body. I guess we aren't giving you the answer. That's fine. But there might be more. We don't really know each other, to be fair. So... I'll do what I want. Answer the question. I right, sure. You can You can ask me any, any questions you'd like. I, I am happy to answer that. them. No, we didn't ask a question. Answer it anyway. <laughs> um, um, when I was 17. I knew it. <laughs> you didn't ask the question. I chose one to answer. So were you the one... What? They both died at the same time, presumably. Presumably, as as near as I can tell, yes. Um, I was in charge of feeding them, so uh, on the day of their death, which was of course today, um, I fed them their breakfast. They were alive and uh, properly fluided. Uh, I fed them their lunch. It's <laughs> the same. Uh, I came for the dinner, and this is what I found. So you're saying you poisoned them? If I poisoned them, the whole temple would be dead. The prisoners eat from the same pot that everybody in the temple eats. How long ago did you see them? Um, it would have been three, perhaps four hours. Yes, okay, okay. And how did they seem? Normal? Were they acting strange? They were acting like I would expect uh, prisoners accused of murder and, and assault to act. Uh, the woman, she was... Uh, very insistent that she did not do the crime. This is pretty normal for most prisoners in our cell. Uh, the dwarf, unfortunately, would not talk to me. Um, I tried to uh, to have a conversation with him many times in his stay here, and uh, he never did deem me uh, worthy of his conversations. Did you well, know? I mean, did you know these me. people <laughs> outside of the cell? Have you seen them in town before? Yes, Evelyn is. Uh, Fairly well known. She's a lowborn here in town. Um, the girl, she seemed so nice. She had just married her her sweetheart Peter. 
Um, the dwarf Boren, no, nobody had. He, he must have been new to town. I've never seen him before in my life. So for Evelyn, this seems fairly out of character for her, no? I would say so. She uh, occasionally worked for the family of Peter, and one would think that she could have murdered him at any time, mm. but who am I to know uh, what a murderer is thinking? Well, I know a thing or two about true love's enduring embrace, and it seems to me that this is rather suspicious. Well, it is certainly out of character. What sort of suspicions are you building? If the halfling here will not mind me asking, I do not want to intrude or step on toes. <laughs> That's fine. You may continue we, for now. We can't draw too many conclusions yet, but perhaps there was some kind of foul play. All right, murder up, Reese. So, excuse me. Tell me more about Evelyn and getting caught. Was she? What was she like when she was found with the heart and the body and everything? I do not know much. Uh, I try not to vary myself with with the details of the crimes. Again, my job is to. I find the more I know about the criminals, the less I want to take care of them. It is better to take to know as little as I can and treat them as people. Um, but I. From what little I know, I know she was in hysterics. She was screaming. She was crying. Um, it was the father of the poor boy, poor boy who, who found him, found the situation, um, and immediately brought her here. That does not sound like a woman who would want to murder her true love. Or she's just a good performer. Can't draw conclusions, right? That's exactly what we're here to do. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is why we are hiring you <laughs> to make conclusions. <laughs> this is hourly, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Great. What else can we do? <laughs> it sounds like we might need to go and talk to some other people. Don't you agree, Booth? I agree. Booth. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you can give us that might be helpful or insightful in any way that comes to mind? The the, the dwarf seemed to be a priest. Um, his his robes oh. surely gives that away. Um, should put a cigarette out on that bun. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, you're I'm, welcome. I'm also a priest. Um, but <laughs> beyond beyond that, he would he would never tell me um anything about um his temple or where he was from. Um, if he was indeed a traveler, then. He would be staying in the Howling Dog Tavern. It is the only, the only inn uh, in the town of, of Rose Lake. Yes, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, I frequent that maybe a lot. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> very good. I don't even need to tell you where it is. <laughs> um, that is where he would have been staying uh, if he is indeed new to town. Hmm. Hmm. Well, what do you think, Booth? Seems like we're we're in this together. Where should we look first? Well, you already looked over the dwarf's body. Yes, thoroughly as you can. I believe so. Hmm. I'm gonna go look at the dwarf's body real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he goes back in. <laughs> okay. And he's just gonna try to see if there's any sort of like symbols or anything to represent what kind of priest he was or who he was worshiping specifically or anything like that. Okay. Can you describe? Uh, how exactly you're you're searching for this? What are so you he's like checking his clothes. If there's like pockets, he's looking in there, like underneath the robes. If there's any like chains that he's wearing or mm-hmm. necklaces, okay, um, rings. 
Roll me your choice of perception or investigation. That would be investigations. Actually, we're so perception. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's a 13. Okay, great. So two things. First off, the moment that you touch the body, Mm -hmm. um, this this liquid that covers him, he's soaking wet, um, you touch it and it's it's not water like you expected. It's a very thick and viscous, like, you touch it when you draw your hand away. It kind of like sticks to your hand a bit. Oh yeah, so he like reaches out and he like reaches out his other hand. He's just kind of <laughs> yeah. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a goop covering his body, not not water. Um, you do so as you're sort of uh, moving your clothes around, looking for for any kind of religious imagery, religious symbols. You notice um, sort of mostly concealed by his cloak. There's a a you see a black line. That's a tattoo. Oh. And as you pull the cloak away. You see that it is a tattoo of a coin with a two-faced head on it. Two face. Mm-hmm. Flashback. <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm back. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you just say two face? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Alright, yeah, he puts everything back and then he like pulls off can he like pull off any of that like weird substance on there? And sure, just sure. Kinda, like, yeah, it's very, it's not like a, it's not a, um, like a putty or anything. It's a really thick, like, I think like, like clear honey, mm. that sort of consistency. Weird. Super thick. Um, if you have some in your hand, you turn your hand over, it like takes a second for it to kind of yeah. drip off. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's just going to go look at Vincent and be like, mm-hmm, and move on. And he goes outside <laughs> and he talks to Bazak. Bozik. Bozik. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Basic. It's Bozik, actually, Bozic. but that's mm. fine. And I just had a thought, and he runs back inside to Vincent, and yeah. he's right. like, uh, and "We're gonna <laughs> go, we're gonna go uh, around town and ask some more questions. Um, here's something to get a hold of us if need be." And he just like pulls out a nail. It's oh. paint- it's painted black. It's he not just, naturally black. Yep. He just harmlessly pulls out a nail and he what? hands it to Vincent. That doesn't hurt at all. <laughs> um, and he's like, here, take this. We, can, we can communicate telepathically this way. So just let me know if anything comes up. And he just like walks away. <laughs> Vincent kind of like, like shifts the, the nail back and forth looking at it. And goes, huh, well, I guess. <laughs> puts it in his pocket. Lights up another <laughs> cigarette and just starts. <laughs> Gotta remember not to mistake it for exactly. the name. <laughs> he puts it in his non-cigarette pocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's my magic token. Um, so we can communicate within 10 miles of each other. 10 miles! And also I can use it to see through and hear through if need be, which would destroy it. In the wow. Yeah. So it's like a walkie-talkie. Okay. Yeah, seriously. Just two-way communication? Yep. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wow pretty nice creepy so i walk back outside to you i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then the uh, nail just regrows slowly and then it is just also painted black again beautiful yeah yeah booth is just like clearly a little irritated because he's fine walking out on other people when he wants to but when someone does it to him he's just like <laughs> wasting my time <laughs> are you ready to go where would you like to go first there you are all right i found out stuff there was a tattoo, two-faced coin, mm. on that dwarf's neck. Also this. The gel? Yeah. Um, can I roll a history on the coin to see if I know if that would be from something? On the um, two-faced coin? Yes, history or religion. Religion, Your choice. maybe religion. Your choice. They're the same. They're the same for me, too. 
it's a nat 20. Will you stop it? <laughs> okay. We have someone rolling very well yes. here. I'll do religion because I have a god. Okay, yeah, great. Um, so yeah, you've, you've kind of dealt with the, the I guess, supernatural, the religious, all sorts of different pantheons. Yes. And um, you're familiar with this kind of stuff. So as soon as Booth uh, says it's a coin with two faces on it, you recognize that as Hoar. H-O-A-R. Hoar. Um, this is the god of revenge. Mm. Um, and also with your freaking nat 20 <laughs> you know you all this, the case you know all this information that was supposed to be really hard to get um, <laughs> of course not really you know also that the sort of the the practice of priests of horror are when somebody believes they have been wronged they carve uh their desires into a block of lead and bury them and priests of horror respond to that show up and will enact some form of poetic vengeance mm. on the person who wronged the, the summoner. Okay, so I explain that to Booth, <laughs> and I say, perhaps there is a stick of lead buried in town somewhere that we must find. Is there any indication that they mark on themselves that they have done this, that you know with this religion? No. Okay. Well, all right, let's move on. Yes, Let's indeed. go get some drinks. Maybe. <laughs> we are on the job, after all. Indeed, I need to refill. <laughs> it's on his second flask. <laughs> Alrighty. Second of, like, eight. <laughs> There's a number. <laughs> you hear them clinking every time he opens and closes his cloak. So he immediately starts heading towards its howling dog. The howling dog, yep. So as they're walking, though, mm-hmm. uh, Booth... So like kind of like looking around and his eyes are like always constantly like squinty either because it's in the daylight and he's just not used to that really or he's just constantly suspicious of everything around him like if he sees like any stray dogs or something he's just like mm. <laughs> you know? okay i like it um, what is that dog doing there <laughs> what was that going on over there so we're headed to i already forgot what it's called howling howling dog the howling dog as you're walking, are either of you proficient in Arcana? Ooh, yes. no. I'm proficient in Arcana. Oh, roll uh, me an Arcana check. With magic. Thank you. Nine? Nine, okay. Um, so so you don't know what, but something about this whole scene, the the dried out corpse, the, dra- the, the, the drowned person covered, it's all familiar. You've read about this, heard about this. There's something there that you're not quite sure what it is yet mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this isn't all totally foreign to you yes yes seems vaguely familiar i'm not sure why what you talking to yourself nope up there <laughs> i guess i am a little taller than <laughs> you're you. probably taller yeah <laughs> there's something magical about this whole thing and i just can't quite put my finger on it yeah it seems pretty magically inclined I've seen stuff like this before in my in my past. Well, luckily, we're dealing in the present, so we have plenty of things to keep us occupied. I suppose so. We'll have even more to keep me motivated once we get to the Howling Dog. Well, I, I think sure. we're there. <laughs> oh, I, I like look up at the sign, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> in, indeed you do. Um, sure walk. Yeah, so it's a small town, and, and as you both say, you'd be very familiar with the watering hole in town. Um, so you show up in the, my map, northwest of town, <laughs> um, <laughs> where uh, the Howling Dog is. Uh, the Howling Dog, uh, as you walk in, you see the kind of owner, proprietor, um, a human woman named Helga. 
you've gotten to know Helga very well through ordering drinks hey, and Helga, food. Hey, Helga, how are you doing today, honey? Hey, Hans, how's it going? We're good, we're good. Uh, we're As you guys are talking, you, you kind of see, like, <laughs> I imagine it's from Helga's point mm-hmm. of view, looking at the half-orc, and you just see the halfling guy, like, struggling to get, like, up on the stools. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wondered this, but I imagine something, maybe not in the suburbs, but a city like Baldur's Gate. I feel like bars can accommodate different size, like, stools, like Mm -hmm. a, almost like a stair step of sizes, (laughs) so everybody can sit at the bar an even height. Yep. Can someone get our our little friend here a phone book? We need to get her on the chair (laughs) so she can order order some some drinks. You already know what I want. I want my regular, please. And uh, he, like, slaps his empty flask down at the bar. Three flasks of the strongest stuff we got coming up. <laughs> All right, Bozik, what, what can I do for you? Well, uh, Helga, my dear, we're, uh, we're investigating, uh, and he, like, looks left and right and leans in. Murder. A murder, you say? Yes, ma'am. You be talking about Evelyn, then, killing her man, huh? Yes, yeah, tragic, isn't it? It is. Or justified, depending on the circumstances. But anyways. <laughs> Who hasn't killed a man or two in their past? Yeah. Am I right? Uh, uh. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so anyway, I thought I thought it was pretty cut and dry that Evelyn killed a man. What do you investigate? Well, we may not be able to talk about it too much because uh, everybody's probably a suspect. Right, Booth? Well, not Helga. Oh. Okay, well. Anybody that gives me alcohol is basically out of not being a suspect. Well, uh, we probably still shouldn't say too much, but uh, there's definitely something suspicious about the whole thing. Seems like true love like that, marriage of the town of the year, seems like everything would be hunky-dory, not end so violently. Or it could. Was this guy, like, more rich? Do you have, like, a bunch of little... <laughs> Sides. No, sad. <laughs> side women? <laughs> yeah. And Helga you know, looks back you know and forth. <laughs> and Helga kind of pulls you both like a, a part of the bar that's further away from your prying mm-hmm. ears. And she says. Slide over. Exactly. You just pick up the stool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can someone bring the phone book over? <laughs> um, and then she says, well, yeah, of course he was He was rich. He was one of the one of them apple gates. Yeah, well, that's the the lords of the town. It was it was the the heir to the Applegate fortune. What do we know that? Would you have been living in? Have you been living in Rose Lake? Do you think, or nope. are you? Not me. Not you. I think I would live between. If it's a suburb of Baldur's Gate, I would live like somewhere in the middle of that combination. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So like probably more in the like developed part of mm-hmm. Sub Lake. That's more like of a Baldur's Gate feel. But mm-hmm. I would definitely be familiar with it. Sure. Um, in the suburb. And yeah, you may have heard the name. Um, uh, like the rich lord of the town in a suburb like Rose Lake would be like upper middle class in somewhere like Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. So you've heard the name. You probably don't know the ins and outs of the family just because they're not one of those families still worth knowing. But yeah, of course. So the the first thing going around town was that, that she did it for the money, right? That That he was rich. She wanted the money. She killed him. But it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me that she was hanging around the body if she was doing it for the monies. Have you asked her about it? Evelyn? Oh, you think she's still around? When's the last time you saw her? Well, she she went to jail, right? She's, they're waiting to the public trials. I, like, look at Booth, and I'm like, 
She, I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know. Do you? We do should I find understand. out. <laughs> oh my god. She's dead. I look at Booth, I'm like... <laughs> She's dead. Did they... Did the paladins do it? No, no. no paladins. It's a, clo- more. It's a closed case. But we I might have just again. broke <laughs> right open. <laughs> was it? Was she? Was she executed for her crimes? Uh, it's more complicated than that. There's some foul play. Okay. We're not talking birds. What? Uh, what paladins are you talking about, dear? Well, the paladins of Tyr, the lawkeepers. That's oh, why. Oh. Was it execution? Was it? No. No. So not in a, fact, not a they were death. they were quite surprised. Do they have any clues as to who's did it? No, that's why we're here. Do you? You think I know who's did it? <laughs> Do you have any clues? All I know is 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 what I've told you is that that she's married the man. He was rich. She was poor. The night of the wedding, he's dead. She's in jail. You said his name was Peter. 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 Did you ever meet him? Did he ever come into here with her? Oh, everybody knew the Applegates. Very generous family course, with, their, with their monies. Of course. Um, they have a library named after them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Always donating, donating to the to the town to make things better. Um, everyone knew Peter. Everyone know, knew his his father, Claude. Everyone knows the Applegates. Peter Claude. How do we uh, get to talk to these Applegates? <laughs> Well, I'd imagine you would, uh, you would, uh, go to the, the Applegate Manor, I would suppose. No, anybody can just walk in. We don't have to set up, like, an appointment or anything like well, that. Well, I'm sure we just go knock on the door like any civilized person. Do they lock their windows? I would bet now they do, now that one of them's been murdered, yeah. Uh, Helga, sweetheart, um, uh, when's the last time you talked to Evelyn? Oh, gosh, she went, she went to jail a week ago, so I, I suppose... Maybe a couple weeks ago. She was so busy planning her wedding. And Did she seem excited about the wedding? What was her general feeling? She seemed so excited. She was she was ready. I thought so, I thought so. Were you excited or like excited? I'm not so sure what excited means, so you're gonna have to elaborate. <laughs> As in she was faking. It was a performance. It was a ruse she planned it all along. Or perhaps it was the excitement of a woman truly in love with her soulmate. Nobody's truly in love. That's That's just not true. That's the most beautiful things I've ever heard this week. (laughs) True love does exist. My flask's filled up yet. (laughs) Oh yes, of course. And she's like, slides you like a bundle of flasks. (laughs) She just grabs one and starts drinking immediately. A bundle of flasks. <laughs> it's just he opens up the code and starts. That should be the next in. tavern name. <laughs> bundle of flasks. I'm imagining that you have like a bandolier, right? Like cowboys would I have imagine. like the ammunition, <laughs> yeah. but it's just all liquor. <laughs> he just pops it open. And- well, she said she had a bunch of but pockets. It's, yeah, it's pockets. Oh, that's right. Like that's a trench right. coat oh, of yeah. flasks. Yeah, that's all it is, really. Maybe that's what's weighing him down. <laughs> Does she do this often? I just. I just met him. <laughs> oh, he, that's right. Sorry. That's all right. It's not the first time. I am a bit feminine. Where I come from. Well, where do you come from? I won't talk about it. Understood. <laughs> we've all got skeletons in our closets. And I'd ask you to forget me saying that we've all killed a man a time or two. No, it's it's no problem. It's no problem. It's just an expression around these parts. Ooh, so Evelyn yeah. was Expert obviously too. very excited about her wedding, as one would be in her situation. Or not. 
marrying the love of her life. And nothing seemed amiss the last time you talked to her. Nothing. She was excited. She got in a dress. She was getting all the decorations for the weddings. It just seemed like a happy beaming bride-to-be to me. And does her family still live here? Um, I don't know that Evelyn if I had any family in Rose Lake. Hmm. What? Where's she from? No, I never knew where she was from. She was a kind of the lower class, you know. She traveled in, found work. I think she fell in with the Applegates, working with, you know, working as as someone helping the family. So she could be a spy. That's quite a jump. You, if you had seen the things I had seen. Far away look. <laughs> Far away look. <laughs> you can't always trust everybody. They might tell you one thing. They might lead you to believe something. And then it's a lie. Bosic just like very gently pats your hand. <laughs> it's okay. Helga okay. kind of looks over her shoulder, trying to find what you're looking at. He's <laughs> <laughs> glaring at something that no others can see. <laughs> so there's nobody that Evelyn was close to that we could also talk to. And nobody especially close, I don't think. Uh, no friends. I'm sure the other workers in the Applegate Manor probably, they, they would talk, but... I oh, they'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps we should go visit the Applegates next. Sounds good to me. Helga, you've been a doll. We really appreciate all of the information. Y'all come back any times now, okay? Yeah, we always will. Oh, you know what, will. Do you have a tab open or like, <laughs> uh, like how do you pay for all those classes? Do you still like a paper tab running like Probably. all the time? <laughs> pay like once a month when you can. Yeah. When I get a really good job, right. I can actually pay it all off. And it just immediately starts the tap up again. Mm-hmm. I knows he's good for it. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing. Oh yeah, tell, uh, tell Timothy I'm sorry about beating him up the other night. He, uh, I mean, he deserved it, but... Again, who hasn't put a man or two in that place, huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You understand. Amen, sister. Amen. <laughs> All right, he hops off very drunkenly and starts, like, kind of sashaying a little bit out the door. (laughs) You're in a good mood. Yeah, I think we're on to something. Yeah, you sure you still want to just knock on the door? You don't do, like, some kind of recon, you know? I'm absolutely sure. In fact, you might want to let me handle this one. I'm pretty charismatic. Um, (laughs) If you say so. Um, do we know where the Applegates Manor is? I guess I might. Yeah, you probably would. Or at least you would know how to find like the wealthy part of town yeah. and, and go from there. Yeah, so is that where you're headed? I Applegate think so. Estate? Sure. Yeah. Cool. So you get there and it's a, it's definitely a wealthy estate for a small suburb. But again, it's nothing that if you spend a whole lot of time in like Baldur's Gate, Neverwinter, if you spend time in a big city, you've seen nicer places. Oh yeah, than sure. This. for sure, um, <laughs> for sure. But after walking through, you know, kind of the tenement homes that you were walking past in in this town, to see a big home owned by somebody's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, these people are rich. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So we would head, I guess, that general direction to find it. After a bit of wandering around, yeah, you come across this the estate, and it's emblazoned with with the words Applegate and mm. Applegate Crest. So wow. you're not very lost okay. uh, once you find it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not uncertain on where you are. Yeah, you, wow, you know really like to embellish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so the kind of there's a, a an open wrought iron gate, um, a, a paved path that goes kind of through the front yard, very well manicured yard, you know, hedges, the whole the whole shebang, um, up to a nice. Um, 
one of those rich people doors that's like way taller than any person will ever actually need. You know, it's like double doors. Yeah, even. exactly. It's like, like who's coming through here? Yeah. <laughs> as you, as we kind of get up to the doors, you might notice that Booth like hangs back as you start walking towards him, and he's just like glaring at the doors. He's like holding his cloak tight. And Bazik will say, yeah, I got this. You just hang back. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably best if I handle this anyways. Uh, you're you're uh, a little um, into your cups, as they would say. I mean, I could be deeper, actually. Of course you could. <laughs> so I'll walk up to the front door. Bazik will, like, fluff. He has, like, a large collar, like a tall collar that like, comes <laughs> out. He and he wears, like, just to paint the scene a little more, he wears, like, a nice pinstriped vest. Wow. And, like, leather pants. Oh, God. And he, like, fluffs his collar up a little bit more and, like, pushes his hair back to the side. And he knocks Booth on is, the like, door. like, blinking. He's like, that's what I've been working with this whole time. He's <laughs> <laughs> just suddenly realizing. Um, yeah, so he strains up a little bit and then he knocks on the door. Sure, so you, you knock once and before you're, you can even knock a second time, the door swings open, oh. and standing there is um, a very tall woman, uh, very uh, muscular warrior type, mm. right? Um, think like Amazon, Berserker, yeah, that yeah. kind of deal, right? Um, wearing armor, has a, a weapon at her side, um, and she leans down to look you in the eye and goes, What you want? Oh, uh, hello, ma'am. You're looking lovely this afternoon. Uh, my name is Bozik, and he, like, puts out his hand, like, wrist up <laughs> to shake her hand. Does she accept? And she kind of looks for a minute, and she, she takes your hand and, like, envelops oh my God. You know, the hand. Yeah, and he shakes it. <laughs> yeah, oh, for okay. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, he's like, me and my compatriot. He, like, steps aside so you can see Booth behind me. Booth is looking very weird. He's, like, kind of pale and shaky as he's staring at the door. I say, uh, we're, uh... We're uh, here to um, possibly talk to the owners of this establishment. We have a few um, important questions we would like to ask. Is uh, anybody around that can assist us? You want talk, Claude? Yes, Claude Applegate. That is exactly who I would like to talk to. You come talk, Claude. I warn you, Claude hire me to kill any person who threatened Claude. <laughs> That be, won't be a problem. Don't worry. Be on good behavior. And she yes, kinda, ma'am. She kind of stands aside to let you in, but she's like, hold, like, sort of like rubbing the handle to her great axe. Yeah. Just to kind of try to intimidate it's you. Very as you menacing, walk by. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I turn around and just like look at Booth, like, are you coming? Or just takes a quick drink, puts in his coat, and like walks up. And as he's trying to walk past you guys, you see he's giving like a wide berth to the doors. Like, he's actively avoiding not touching the doors. Okay. Okay, okay. It's weird. <laughs> um, so the the large warrior lady brings you uh, kind of into the sitting area where sits uh, Claude Applegate. Claude is wearing a, um, like, a velvet smoker's jacket sort of deal. <laughs> Very, like, rich chic. Nice. Right? Is it purple? Nice. It's definitely purple. Yeah. It's absolutely purple. <laughs> um, with, like, dark blue pants. Awesome. Right? Mm-hmm. Um and his his hair is in this just absurd pompadour oh that stands God. like a foot and a half over Fuck his head. Yes. Um, 
But he's an old man. Like, it's wild he has that much hair. Oh, my God. Because he's probably in his 70s. Is it gray? Is it real? Oh, it's it's immaculately black. It is oh. it is perfectly ah. colored. Okay. Um, no, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Booth is thinking. <laughs> I meant to ask if all these people we've met are humans. Uh, mostly human. The uh, warrior would have been like a half-orc. But the Applegates are humans. Yes, Applegates are humans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and Claude turns to you and says, Well, you've... Uh, You've found your way into my estate. What can I do for you? Say, uh, hello, sir, and I offer my hand with the wrist up again. <laughs> Say, he, my name is Bozik. And he takes it very, uh, regally, very... Yes. He's shaking a hand or two in his yeah, day. Yeah, right. Um, see, my name is Bozik. This is my, um, compatriot. Booth. Just call me Booth. And he extends his hand. Yeah, I don't need that. <laughs> hmm, He's well, a little then. dour. We'll, uh, we'll work on it. Well, these are dour times. I say, um, you might know why we're here, perhaps? I can only assume it's because of my son. Yes, such a tragedy. I'm so sorry for your loss. He was the sole remaining Applegate. Oh, well, that is a shame. Um, would you mind answering a few questions for us about your son? May I ask who you are? You barge in here asking questions about my son. My name is Booth. And I know over this. And I'm Bosnick. (laughs) (laughs) We actually look at each other like, we just, right. (laughs) We were sent by, we were sent by Vincent. You must know him. Yes, 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 of course. Um, Very well, yes. Uh, Ask away. Yes. Uh, When, um, when was the last time you spoke with your son? Um, Eight days ago, the day before his wedding. Mm. Um, That night I wished him good luck told him that I was proud he was marrying Evelyn. I Perhaps she's not my favorite, but nonetheless, I was happy he was happy. And uh, that was the last I saw him. So that. you did know Evelyn then? You had of course. M- talked with her? She worked in the estate. Oh, right. right. How did she come into your employ? She showed up years ago. Um, said she was looking for work and needed to pay for a place to live. I told her that for honest work, the Applegates pay good money. He just took her in like that. Of course, I'll give Sounds anybody a chance. Sounds pretty standard, really. That's how you hire people, That's after all. get your heart right back. <laughs> Anyways. I would ask that you not make such jokes. The wound is still fresh. <laughs> oh, sorry. This uh, is a very sensitive subject, after all. Did anything seem off about those two in any way? Did they actually seem truly in love, or were they... In love. <laughs> well, of course they seemed in love. They were happy together. It was a quick a quick courtship and engagement, I'll say that. Mm, how quick? Um, what is your definition of quick? <laughs> uh, as best I knew it, they began... They became an item six months ago. Okay, and that is pretty quick. Six months later, they were to be, they were to be wed. That seems pretty standard around these parts, though. Especially if you feel you are truly in love with somebody. Why wait? Yeah, we're different from very different parts, clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perhaps the courtship itself wasn't quick, but... Oh, never mind. Who courted who? Well, that's a bit of, um... One of those things that it depends on whom you ask in town. What do you mean? Well, surely you know the rumors about my son. No. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> blank. Yeah. Well, then surely you know of his former wife. 
Oh, oh, we're about to. Continue. <laughs> He's been married before. Told you there was a side. Interesting. Was there a prenup? Um, no, there was not a, a prenup. Um, <laughs> perhaps there should have been. He uh, certainly seemed to think she was only in it for the money. Mm. Um, she seemed suspicious of Evelyn uh, from the moment that she that Evelyn got here. And... Oh, so they were married when Evelyn was employed here? Yes, yes. Oh. My goodness. And so the speed with which uh, my Peter went from divorce of his first wife to courtship of his second certainly brought rumors flying. Hmm. Does it seem natural? The way that they were together, there wasn't any sort of like hocus pocusy. <laughs> You're asking if he was like enchanted? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She would have to have been a powerful witch to enchant him for that much time. Was she known to have the Hocus Pocus? She was not known to have the Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> He's even like dangling his fingers, just like, Woo! <laughs> Was she religiously affiliated? No more so than any of us, really, other than the, the paladins and priests. She went to service once a week. She donated some money to the church, but... Does the whole town worship Tyr? Is that the, that the god of the paladin? That's the the paladin's god. The lawful god. god or uh, it's, it's kind of like the main god of the town. There's there's no like law or yeah. like, you're not required to, but that's kind no, of... No, like... yeah. But that's like who most people worship mm-hmm. in this town. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she went to service. She donated some money, but she never seemed particularly zealous. It was almost more of um, keeping up appearances. You understand? And your tier, he's a lawful god, yes. The god of justice. Was there any indication that... Evelyn would do something to harm your son. You mean other than finding her with his ripped out heart covered in his blood? Yes, of course, yes. Before that, before that. <laughs> before that, no, nothing. I would have I would have bet my savings on it being a long and happy marriage. Well, that's good to hear. His previous wife, was she a bit scorned when this relationship happened? Well, certainly, um, I'm sure she couldn't help but be suspicious by how quickly he found another another wife. Who to, was his previous wife? Um, her name was, was Posey. Posey, that's a beautiful name. That's probably why I laughed her. So, this Posey. <laughs> My word. <laughs> <laughs> judgmental halfway, I am discovering. <laughs> Where is she to this day? Where has she been when all this courtship happened? Oh, last I last I heard of her, she had a little shack just outside of town. My my Peter again thought that she was in it for the money to, to take his wealth. Did um, she receive any money upon the divorce? Roll me a <laughs> uh, persuasion, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm proficient in that. <laughs> Not twenty. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Not kidding. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Not twenties are like really bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He says, well, legally no, but um, when their marriage was was sadly ended, um, she did leave with with some of the valuables from the house. Oh, without permission, you mean? Yes. um, Oh. I felt for the poor girl. I didn't want to make her life any harder than So you were fond of her, then? I liked Posey quite a lot. How long were they married? Oh, it would have been nearly five years. Okay. And they were happily married, you would say? I would have said they were happy. Um, apparently not. The, the marriage ended. Perhaps she was just after the money. Perhaps Evelyn caught my Peter's eye and he couldn't be with Posey anymore. 
Sometimes that's all it takes. You were signing too heavily with the Zeblin. <laughs> <laughs> you are truly wise in the in the way of love. Indeed Basic. I am. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you are wise in the ways of the drink. That is Ooh. true. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Oh my God. <laughs> he oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, do you have more questions, Booth? Was anyone else who f- you were the one that found your son? Yes. Um, on the day of their wedding, I was upstairs having a nap. As best I knew it, um, my Peter and his Evelyn were to go celebrate a night on the town, celebrate their marriage, and I'm sure drink, as uh, you can quite understand. Suddenly I was awoken from my nap by screaming. I came downstairs. She was kneeling next to his body. She was covered in his blood. Um, His heart was cut out on the floor next to him. Did she say anything to you when you confronted her? All she would do is scream. Did she have a knife or some sort to use to cut it out? What, what was the weapon? I can only assume it was one of the, um... We have many decorative knives around. Um, well, you never found the weapon in question. No. Covered in blood. No. Oh, well, that's what you get for assuming. All right. Was anybody else with them? Were they with any friends? Was it literally just them? Where did they go before they got home? They came directly here after the wedding. Um, I retired upstairs. Perhaps an hour later, I heard the screaming. Can you show us where this incident occurred? Yeah, show us where your, da- your son died. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. He's blonde. <laughs> yes, I would be happy to. Um, You'd be happy, <laughs> happy to. <laughs> well, if you're finding what happened, then... We're trying our best. Perhaps perhaps happy to was the I one. think I'm at about 60% right now, to be honest with you. <laughs> 60% sober? <laughs> also yes <laughs> that's a lot yes um, and he leads you down to actually right in front of the uh, the main door that you came into so kind of in like the, the, the entrance way the sending, sitting room or mm-hmm. whatever yeah mm-hmm. he says right here is where I I found and you can see uh, there's a, a very clear spot where carpet has been like cut out yeah. uh, and disposed of um, I didn't want to have my son's blood staining my carpet of course I so understand. you dispose of the evidence hmm it's been over a week, Booth. I'm sure Benson has already investigated this area. Hmm. Yes, I threw away the carpet. <laughs> I'm sorry that whenever I came home, I didn't want the first thing I see to be my son's blood. Apology accepted. Thank you for your time, Mr. Applegate. I'm going to start looking around the room. That might be all the questions we have for now, but perhaps we will need to come back later. If you don't mind, we will investigate this room and then be on our way. I'm investigating this room. Of course. Uh, roll. <laughs> As you're saying this, he's <laughs> in the background. Yeah. <laughs> roll me your investigation. Okay. Uh, I should have done better with that, you would think. Okay, oh. 17. 17. Okay, um, you find a lot of plaques and um, like scabbards, holsters, where decorative things, jeweled, uh, like jeweled sword cases, anything worth money, right, would have been hanging, which are now empty. This includes a, there's this piece of uh, decoration that's like a, I think a big metal circle with lots of decorative knives kind of jammed in. Yeah. And one is missing. Do you show me that? Did you notice this? Me? Both of you. Are you done talking? I don't care. <laughs> Did you notice I think this? I has gone. 
Well, uh, I assume you were still uh, um, asking if you could investigate. <laughs> yes. to, hey, did you see this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do well, you mind if we hang? <laughs> he says, yes, I did know that. That's That would be why I um, told you I thought perhaps a ceremonial knife was... What did what did that drop? makes sense? Yes, because thank a you. Knife is missing. Yes, from the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I see like twenty of these right now, and so I'm not sure. I believe is. there's only six. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Just look at the one in the middle of the three. <laughs> Staring at it. Um, are they? Are they like? Attached, or they just like threw like a scabbard or something. Like, just threw, you can like, pull it out. Yep. Okay, so like, can I pull it out and like show it to him and be like, "Do you mind if I take this as evidence to compare?" Yeah, we're gonna need chink a lot. <laughs> no, booty, no. <laughs> they're ceremonial. They're not even sharp. Sure. Um, roll not it. Roll me. Uh, bu- 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 I guess persuasion to okay. convince him. Am I doing that too? If you're trying to convince them that you want a ton of them. (laughs) 16. Okay. 19. I really just want to take one, but that's fine. No, we need many. You never know. It's good to have multiple. He runs his his hands through his hair a foot and a half off his head. (laughs) And he says, fine, take them all. What do I care? My son's dead. My family line is ending. Oh, goodness. Oh, wait. Take the knives. We'll certainly return them to you. And I take one from Booth's hand. (laughs) So don't worry. We'll make sure they get back to you safe and sound. This is merely for evidence purposes. But we also know sometimes things get lost when things happen. So don't be surprised if something's missing. I understand more than you think I understand. Wink. <laughs> what else can I investigate? Say thank you, sir. You've been very helpful. Um, I want to investigate the hole where the carpet was cut out. Okay. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular? Um, blood stains. Okay. Maybe. Or like any like stab marks or yeah. scratch marks. Sure. Or... Ooh, that's pretty good. That is a 22. Okay. Um, yeah, so you can you kind of detect a little faint um, um, like remnants of blood that had soaked through the carpet mm-hmm. into the... Um, Whatever would be underneath in a rich house. I'm not rich enough to know what rich people use as foundations. <laughs> yeah, we'll never know. Concrete or something, right? Sure, yeah. Know, yeah. Um, so you can find that. You don't see any obvious like stabs into uh, right. the concrete. So that would be a really big knife. That would be a big knife. Um, Actually, Booth is going to take out one of the knives, and he's going to, like, how dull or sharp is it? He's going to try to cut his hand with it. Okay. Um, Cause he's sh- like, this was used to cut a out dagger. Is like a D four. Really? Okay, uh, roll me a D four. Okay. That'd be a three. Okay, you take three damage. Ooh. This is a sharp weapon. Oh, oh. they're sharp. Uh-huh. So they aren't just Somebody ceremonial. Told me it wasn't sharp. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. So it very easily kind of slices through your hand, not through the hand, like into, but yeah, into like the not. palm of your hand and. Oh. Leaves a, leaves a bloody trail. It's probably good. I'm drinking a lot. <laughs> it's not bleeding here. The blood smells kind of like rum. It's weird. <laughs> so these might be sharp enough to cut out somebody's heart. Seems Is like there any it. kind of magic over here? <laughs> wiggly finger magic. Wiggly fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, roll me arcana. Not great. That would be a flat six. Flat six. Nothing you can figure out. Nothing you can detect. Bummer. So you, you kind of, you wave your fingers, <laughs> you kind of do the, 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 the two fingers each temple, 
and just nothing comes up. Nothing. I got nothing. You're just doing kind of what you've seen other people who know magic well do. <laughs> Something like this. It's kind of going through the motions. Well, I think we've got all we could out of this, perhaps. Did there seem like there was a fight in here? Was there like a scuffle, like overturned chairs, thrown books? Nothing that I noticed when I came in here. He was dead on the carpets. Um, it seems, perhaps, if there was any mercy, that it was quick. She never said that she saw anyone by chance. She only screamed. She won't. Useless. Alright. Were they drinking the night of their wedding? If so... Not heavily. How many people were in attendance? Very few. It was um, us. By us, I mean the bride and groom, which is not part of us. <laughs> but myself, I was there too. The, the royal us. The royal we were there. <laughs> the royal it was It was the bride and groom, myself, and the cleric who did the ceremony. Oh. Do you have any connection with a uh, dwarf that was in town recently named Boren by chance? Is that the man who tore out the tongue of the blacksmith? Yes. Yep. No, I've had no dealings with him. Why? Because he's the type of man to tear out the tongue of a blacksmith. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like somebody you want on your side, but I guess that's just me. <laughs> seems All like right. a menace to me. Well, depends on your perspective. Perhaps be respectful. we should go speak to the other woman. The other wife. Posey. Posey. <laughs> Posey. <laughs> yes, I'd be happy to, to give you directions to where she, yes, her please. shack is. Excellent. I like how we're just following this line. We're not even like, <laughs> focusing on the door. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to them later. This is more interesting. So, with the directions that uh, Claude gives you, uh, you make your way to the, the southeast of town, which is very much kind of the poor side. Oh, wow, totally opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shockingly, the rich family lives on. They've managed to distance themselves from, yeah. from the poor folks. Yeah, it's crazy. With all the land. Um, so you get to um, the southeast of town, very run down. You keep going outside of town, um, so kind of past the residential area. I'm feeling more and more comfortable as we go. And finally, you find there's kind of a, a something between a creek and a river. Not a really fast running thing. River. A quiver, exactly, <laughs> or a reek, if you would like. Um, and kind of in the, the elbow that this, this river makes, there's this, like, run-down, dilapidated old shack, um, which is your target. This is a very vague question, but on the way, okay. is there, like, a junkyard or a graveyard or some kind of, like, empty lot that maybe um, we would consider investigating in? Or where somebody would bury a lead stone? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's I see. Sure. Um, <clears throat> that's what I would think about on the way. Yeah, so you know that the graveyard is attached to the the temple. Okay. Um, which is where you started. So you, you wouldn't quite have walked past that. Yeah. Um, would her character know? Like, where do they specifically bury it? Is it just at random? It's just at random. Okay. Bury a piece, bury a uh, hunk Each of Each individual person buries it somewhere different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How would they find it? I'm sure it's magical. It's like a beacon or something. Yeah, because I think you rolled a nat twenty on yeah, that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so it is. It's it's a it's a magic sort of thing that okay. that it's a ritual you carry out that Beautiful. somehow these priests of Hoar know that when you perform this ritual, they need to be there to to uh, do your bidding. Mm-hmm. We haven't happened to see any of these priests in our outings and aboutings, have we? No, um, priests of Hoar, I would say, are a pretty rare bunch. Okay, it's not a very common. Um, not a lot of folks worshiping the god of revenge, really. <laughs> it's a pretty explicitly evil thing to worship. Um, so they don't, like, linger after the deed or anything? Or 
when they're searching for these things? They could. Hmm. <laughs> um, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. It's a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. All right. All you know about the priest of horror are what she knew, which is the whole bearing the lead thing mm-hmm. and they do revenge, and that uh, Boren had the tattoo of horror. So we don't really pass anything where I would think we could look to see if it was buried there. There's, I mean, there's places that it could be buried, um, but there's nothing that really jumps out to you like okay. um, that would clearly be. Well, add it to the list. Mm-hmm. Okay. On the way. I mean, there's yards and like well, empty yeah. stretches of right. the park. Yeah, um, maybe out by the river. In the river. Go <laughs> <They'll> find out. <laughs> I go swimming. <laughs> so yeah, you approach this rundown dilapidated old shack um, in the elbow of this river, um, which is where Claude Applegate told you that Posey lives. All right, I'll do this one. Okay. So he goes up to the door and he glares at the door. He's like, all right. What's with you? <laughs> he gets a rock and throws a rock at the door. Are you going to knock or? I am knocking. <laughs> uh, the, the first rock hits the door and the door just kind of like and creaks open. Well, that's an invitation. I go inside. <laughs> you go inside? Okay, I peek my head in first. It, I like use a knife to like. Push the door away from Fosic me. is like, hello, is anybody home? Quietly will be great. No, we don't want to intrude. No answer to you calling out. Um, no lights in the uh, hut. No torches lit or anything like that. All that smells really bad in here. Ooh, like what? What kind of bad? Um, rot. Oof. Decay. Um, I don't roll? know if this is your thing. You might really like this or really not. I haven't figured you out yet, though. <laughs> you either. <laughs> um, I call it, I walk in a little further. I call it again. Hello. Anybody here? Doing that. Bozik and Booth no. here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> roll me a perception check. Mm-hmm. It's a nine. A nine? Okay. Um... All right, so what you see currently is a bunch of um, really fancy, ornate, decorated art pieces, um, old books. Weird. Things that um, really don't fit well with... The shack. The shack, exactly. (laughs) Lots of of very valuable-looking things are sitting... uh, You're kind of in the living room. You come in. Such such a living room Mm -hmm. as a shack like this would have. Can I roll, like, a history or something on one of the pieces to see if maybe it's, like... Something recognizable, like perhaps sure. it's stolen. Yeah. In the meantime, I want to just kind of do a general investigation of, is there is it dusty? Are there footprints in the dust? Are there any traces of blood? Is there anything broken? Fantastic. Roll me investigation. I got a seven on Would my history. Um, you've seen, you know where these come from. You oh. don't know. You can't remember. Okay. But you see it and you're like, I know this thing. I recognize this piece. Fantastic. 18. Wow. Um, <laughs> okay. And 18, you find from the door you walked in, through the living room, heading around the corner into what kind of seems to be the kitchen, um, a trail of ooze. Goop. So yeah, so when you said that, he was like busy, like looking down. He's like, yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. He's like, like kind of like crouch crawling, sort of, as he's following this like ooze. He's going to poke it with his knife first, though. Does it do anything if he stabs it? Stabs a little. It does not. Um, it seems as he rolled. What'd you roll for your investigation? Uh, 18. 18? Okay. Um, it seems that 
as best you can tell, this is the same goop that you saw in the jail cell. Oh. Which I still have in my pocket. <laughs> Do you like compare like, them together? Yeah, I would scoop it up and be like, it's the same. So it goes into the kitchen, you said? Goes into the kitchen, yep. Okay, so he's gonna like, huh, against the wall. He like slides against the wall, like sneaky, drunky like. <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to stealth. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, roll me a stealth check. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, 22. Okay. He's actually like suddenly extremely quiet. Like Oof, he stops you there. <laughs> yeah, doesn't even answer. He's just Oof. like. Mm. Anyways, he peers into the kitchen. Okay. Um, Bosik is still just like he's kind of admiring that right now. He's like, oh, this is actually a very nice piece. <laughs> yes, <laughs> typical uh, Faerun Renaissance uh, AD two hundred, if I ever call. Wow, so specific. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, great. So with your role, and the role I just did, um, as you are sneaking around um, into the kitchen, as you take your first step kind of around the corner Mm -hmm. into the kitchen, you hear from the other side of the kitchen, glass breaking. Ooh. How big is this place? Um, Think like, I would say from the front door, just kind of a square to where we are now. How many feet? 100? Um, 50? 25? Let's Are you go talking square foot or <laughs> let's go yeah. like like fifty by fifty. Square foot. Yeah. Okay. 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 Square The whole cottage. Yes, yes. Okay. So f- like fifty feet by fifty feet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I determine where the glass broke? Like is it ahead of me into the kitchen? Was it above or behind? Is it ahead of you into the kitchen? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh can I see anything? If I squint really, really, really hard. Yes. Yes. Um <laughs> you see two things. Oh. You see the very tail end of something leaving a broken window. Like, like a literal tail? Or like, like um, what do I kind of see? Like a cloak or like a... It doesn't really seem to be a cloak. It's some kind of... Um, I don't want to say snake tail because that gives the impression that it's a snake. Sure. It's not a snake that kind of shape, right? Leaving the, um, leaving the window going outside the cottage. Oh. The other thing you see is a dead woman in the kitchen. Oh, ignore that. I'm following the thing. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, great. She's already dead, I don't care. So you're following it yes. through... Okay. Yeah. So as you get to the kitchen, um, or get to the window, sorry, you peek out, you're looking out towards the, the bend of the river now, okay. um, and you see something that looks... I told you it's not a snake, but it looks awfully like a snake. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? I thought it wasn't a snake. Just a, just a, a very long... Think kind of... um. You play Pokemon? Yeah. yeah. Like Dratini? Yeah. yeah. That kind of shape, right? Okay. Um, oh. But like like sort of translucent. Oh. Um, and you see it, you, you get the window in time to watch it disappear into the river. So kind of like a worm. Into the river. Into the river. Ugh. I want to run over to the river and see if I can try to kind of follow it or is it just like gone? Like okay. it swims super fast. Okay. Um, roll me a... Bozik calls out again. Booth. Are you there? Oh, yeah, there's a dead body. Go investigate. Roll me a perception check. Oh, okay. 16. Yeah, so as you get to the river, you can see this thing, whatever it is. Um, Oh, wait, actually, does it have... Maybe you don't. Mm Mm-hmm. I might have forgotten something. Ha-ha. Oh, no. I don't like that yet. Mm. Okay. Uh, You see nothing. (laughs) It is clear after all going into the water. If it, I'm going to, I have this ability mm-hmm. where I can telepathically speak to creatures that are th- 
within 30 feet wow. if they speak the same language. So I'm going to try to reach out in general. And it's kind of like a bad connection, though. It's kind of like, sure, sure. you know, it's just kind of like, in what common? are you? Who are you? Yeah, in common. That's what I try to telepathically send. It's just, what, how, what are you doing? Get back here. Okay. I'm a friend. How close to the river are you? I would say he probably got up pretty close, like, almost like looking into the water. Okay, perfect. Uh, roll me initiative, please. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yay, we oh, great. Okay, so that's 14. Mossack <laughs> is now at the body of that woman. Okay, so yeah, yeah you're right out there. <laughs> and you're still inside. Yeah. Right, right now, right? Yeah, okay. for now. I think I'll at some point look out the window and notice <laughs> this. <laughs> but, you know, we can do a turn first. Yeah, I mean, I haven't called out yet or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's That's danger. True, yeah. so. That's true. Um, which is good because this thing, um, we're in a surprise round right now. Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh-oh. So Spooky. as you ran up, you kind of called out, hoping to stop it swimming away. Mm-hmm. Like, it was hiding at the, it got in the water. Stop moving. Oh. <laughs> right. He's like trying to follow the river. Right. Yeah. So you so ran you up and looked into it. the water and this thing explodes outward. And yep, 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 I like this. <laughs> I do too. Okay, so for its surprise rounds, it also gets advantage. Ooh. Anybody is surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing it's going to do is just explode out of the water and just try to slam its body against you. Ooh. It's not anything fancy. It's just basically tail whipping you. Exactly. All right. So first roll's a nat one. Yay! Uh, for advantage. I'm dexterous! <laughs> the next one is a 17 to hit. It's <gasps> my armor class. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. It's high. It's your monk, so. It's a monk, though. And I have good dex, so. So you peek over. You're looking into the water. And it's one of those deals, very movie cliche, where at the last second you can see its face, right? Right before. Like, it reveals itself, <laughs> explodes out, hits you. I love it. And does. Oh, I, I can almost imagine, actually, like, he sees the face and then he, like, turns his head. It turns its head. Mm-hmm. And he, like, looks up and it looks up and he's just like, huh. And then just. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen myself right. in a long time. <laughs> Do I look like that? <laughs> Do I look like that? Okay, that explains a lot. <laughs> oh, it does. Uh, 10 bludgeoning damage. Oh my god, 10? Okay, well, I'm almost dead already. (laughs) Wow. Flying back. No. To what? Towards what? Yeah, I would say that's probably pretty loud. Okay. Pretty loud. And there's a broken window. So I just like kind of casually look out the window like, Booth, oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) And yeah, you see, I'm going to, this is basically, this is my little mini for it. It's a snake. It's a little Ekans, right? But think more Dratini again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, But it's, it's, in length, probably maybe six feet long. Yeah, and it is now, uh, so you see Booth laying <laughs> prone on the ground, mm-hmm. and this thing has kind of raised up out of the water and is looking at her, kind of looking down, very, very cobra-like. Okay, I'm using oh a lot of snake God. imagery for something that's not yeah. a snake. <laughs> it sounds like a snake. It's the best thing that you have. Honestly. All right, let me just read my spell real quick, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, I'm going to... Eldritch Blast. Okay, so can you roll initiative as well to get in on this? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> it like, oh, it like tilted and then <laughs> fell, fell back, back to the one. No. So it's a crit fail on that. Oh, no. Okay. Brutal. So in that case, Booth, it is your turn. <laughs> okay. Well, um, 
I'm going to use a key point to dash and run away. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I immediately just book it. Okay. I flip over and I just start running and I'm like, Magic! <laughs> we have a problem and it's I not a snake. I see that. It's not. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so you're just dashing away like back towards the, yeah, back I'm towards just the, the hut? running okay. back. Um, what's your speed? Because we're just kind of theater the minding 35. this. 35, yeah. Okay, so you can get, what, 70 feet away then? Yeah. From this thing? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully that's enough to like kind of get launch myself back into the house or the shack. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do so. As you do, you turn around to kind of look look back towards where I was coming. And this thing, well, I guess, are you doing anything else? Let's see. So that used one of these. So um, I'm going to get in there and... Nope, I'm just going to try to hide somewhere. Try to hide? Okay, oh, wow. sure, so you're taking cover. Yeah. All right, all right, roll me a stealth check. I am bleeding heavily. Are you in this. the house again? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm Don't back in. Don't bring it in here. <laughs> <laughs> Gets in a cover, he's like, whoops. <laughs> all right. Oh, you, that's 11. Um, you think you might be hidden. <laughs> it might follow me here, though. <laughs> Great. Uh, anything else? Nope, that's it. That's all I can really do. Okay. Um, so this critter is just going to advance. We're gonna we're gonna put the cottage. You know, you dash seventy feet to get inside. Mm-hmm. The cottage is seventy feet from the water. Perfect. Easy Makes enough sense. to do. Yep. Um, this critter advances thirty feet from. No, it can dash as well. Um, so this thing is going to use its dash, and is going to get sixty, 60 feet, feet towards the cottage. So it's ten feet away from us. So it's ten feet away, and it's um, sort of at this point, it's laying very flat against the ground. Ooh, and it's like translucent. It's translucent. So it's hard to yeah. see it. Mm-hmm. Shit. And you can you can notice that when it lays down. So like when it exploded out of the water, when it was raised up, attacking Booth, it was almost a tube, almost a snake. Right yeah. here we go again. <laughs> but when it lays flat against the against the ground, it can really flatten itself out. And so now you almost have like almost a rug looking thing. Here, Shit! Right? Whoa! Wow! Flat. Weird. It's like a gel. I'm gonna kill it, please. Oh, and I should <laughs> say this thing is um is translucent. It's got some red to it. Um, you can see what might be little bits of like viscera floating inside this okay. this ooze. You can kind of pick it out mm-hmm. against the backdrop. It doesn't like blend in. Right, it's okay. not invisible, is what I'm saying. I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. Your turn. Okay, Bosic. Um, well, first I'm going to hex. So I imagine Bosic like steeples his fingers together and like puts some of them down in like a pattern and mm-hmm. like points it at the creature. Nice. <laughs> um, and so that's a bonus action. And it basically just deals extra damage for it of necrotic damage, though. And then I'm going to like kind of uh, put my hands together back and forth and create this ball of energy mm-hmm. and create agonizing blast, which is my invocation, and shoot it at that thing. So, ooh, that's nice. pretty good. Um, twenty-two. That hits it. I so, hope so. <laughs> yeah, you managed to pick it out and hit it well. Okay, so I get a D10 and a 6. So the 10 is an 8, plus 4 is a 12, plus another 2. So 14, force damage, Dang. and necrotic. Nice. Force and done. necrotic? Yeah. All right, let me look at this. <laughs> this, like, almost dark blue ball of energy goes shooting out at it. Nice. Was my one out of two spell <laughs> slots? No, oh, no. <laughs> and I apologize. How much damage did you do? What did I just say? 14? 14. 14. Yeah, 14. Yes, yep. it was because two... eight two four. You yes, all yes. Cool. It was two necrotic and twelve uh, force. Great. If that matters. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move uh, 15 feet out of the cottage towards it. Oh, you're going towards it? Or 10 feet. Okay. So you're, you're getting up on it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. I don't want to fight inside. That sounds <laughs> fucking stupid. All I have is ranged attacks. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> that brings us around to boost. Oh, okay. So he's finally going to pop out and he's he notices you do the blast. And so he's going to pop out. And he's going to move around. So that's probably going to be, I'm guessing like maybe his, at least half his movement speed just to get back outside to mm-hmm. see out the door. Okay. How far away is this creature at this point, would you say? It's 10 feet from the window, so probably 15 feet, I would say, from the door. Okay, so um, he's going to step back maybe a little bit. He's going to pull out one of his darts and just like... <laughs> okay, okay. How can a dart at this He's trying to aim for the eye. <laughs> okay, great. Um. Oh, man, that's an eight. He an stumbles eight? drunkenly. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, wait, there's two of them. Which one's a real one? <laughs> um, yeah, you throw the dart, and this thing is able to kind of, like, warp its body around to make sure the dart doesn't come anywhere near Oh, that it. you dodge. Next is the critter, who has been... It's a critter. Who, it's a critter. Who has been hit by, by Bazak over here, and is going to use his action to dash back towards the water. Oh. So oh, running away. Oh. Um, which Stop him. will trigger an opportunity oh. attack from you, yeah, if you like. Yeah, great. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to try and with my dagger, then. Okay. So ugh, that's a six. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it like it it moves slippery. Yeah, yeah, it moves away from you more like a wave moves than like a critter moves. Okay, um, creepy. And you can't you're like you're not ready for that, and you can't get a good like attack of opportunity swing on it. Mm. Um, and it gets away. So sixty feet gets it back into the water. Damn it! And then it is going to not at one. It was something else. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a one. So the critter is now in the water. We'll stay in. Um, Initiative for a little bit here. That okay. Makes it your turn. Well, we have disadvantage senses. We can't see them. Yes. <sighs> or, and you can roll perception, right, to see if you see them. Yeah. Isn't hiding a contested check. Is that? Mm, I mean, I feel like it is worth? if you if someone goes up and like actively tries mm-hmm. to look for where it yeah. is. I just don't know if I want to use it in my last spell slot. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I will try and investigate. I'll go up to the water and look for them really hard. Okay. So maybe. Perception, Perception probably, yep. It's a three. <laughs> you just see a, a babbling brook as, uh, it, as it goes by you. I lost him. <laughs> uh, give me, uh, I'm going to try. I found him the first time. Okay. So I will use my turn to try to run up and see if I can find it in there. Okay, hit your perception. He's like, oh, I'm running away from a fight. <laughs> You know, that's what I did earlier. Yeah, that's a seven. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I so, can see anything. To you, it's also just a, a nice, it's a very pleasant little river. <laughs> I'm like looking at my reflection like, nope. <laughs> that's not what that's it is. That's a nice river. <sighs> yeah, it is. <laughs> um, well, heck. Yeah, we are now going to leave initiative. This thing uses lost its it. action to escape. Oops. Well, that happens sometimes. So how about that body? Oh, maybe I should page Vincent about this. We don't need Vincent. You have me. Now, like, strut over angrily. Okay. I'm gonna look at it. I, I like, I don't know how this works, but I, like, talk into my finger <laughs> where the nail came from. I'm like, Vincent, paging Vincent, do you copy? Over. This is Vincent. I read you. Over. We just had an encounter with something strange you might want to know about. 
<laughs> you didn't say over. 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 <laughs> Very good. What, are those um, guys? <laughs> what sort of um what sort of strange thing did you encounter? Over. What do you know about slimy, translucent, worm-like creatures that live in the river? <laughs> Over. Slimy, worm-like cre- Nothing I'm familiar with. <laughs> except for my mother-in-law, am I right? bonding. Um... Is there someone that we can get some information from on the local flora and fauna? Over. I got yours all static and mine doesn't. Well, he has a random nail. He doesn't have, like, the actual, right. I guess, so. a finger. Yeah. I guess you could talk to the priests here, but when it comes to weird magic critters like that, you might be our leading expert. Over. Uh, uh, heard that. Over and out. <laughs> Over and out. <laughs> well, that was uneventful. Perhaps we should investigate the body and see what we can discover. I wasn't here this whole time. <laughs> Perhaps we should investigate the body and see what we can discover. Already on it. <laughs> so this whole time I was investigating the body. Okay, sure. Um... Honestly, you don't need an investigation check for this because you've seen okay. this before. It looks just like Boren's body in the jail it's cell. It's the same. It's covered ah. in the gel. Covered in the goop. Uh, face is blue. Dead by drowning. Um, no obvious wounds. Somebody summon this thing, maybe. It's the same thing that killed the dwarf. I'll walk back into the cottage. He oh. <laughs> <laughs> starts yelling as soon as you walk yeah. into the door. <laughs> it's the same as the dwarf. <laughs> Yes, I can see that. Maybe this critter is to blame. Well, it could be somebody summoning it or bringing it about. That's true. Perhaps it's a demon or a specter of some kind. Oh, I kill these kind of things. That's what I'm in for. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. What else is in this house? Let's continue investigating. Sure, you can each roll me an investigation check to, if you want to check out the house. All right, so... Yeah, I'll go look in the bedroom. I'm going to check this lady's pockets for money. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I got a seven. I keep rolling twos and twenties. <laughs> um, investigation is a 21. And you damn. said you're just checking the pockets. I'm just for- checking her first. Like, as soon as Bozik leaves. What a waste. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anything useful, or even, like, if he happens to come across, like, any trinkets or, like, tattoos or something as well. Sure. He's kind of looking for that. Um, but- no tattoos. You do find... Um, She's wearing jewelry that uh, seems to be above, again, what the house suggests she might be wearing. You find some, um, her hands are really calloused, like Ah. she's been working on something, using her hands for something somewhat recently. Hmm. Respectable, Posey. Respectable. (laughs) In in the bedroom, you find nothing with a two. It just seems to be a pretty normal, you know, cottage bedroom. Find anything? Nope. Nice nice linens, feather pillows. I'm coming up, I guess. I go up there. As I'm, like, looking at one of the rings and, like, kind of tossing it in my sure. hand very casually. And I'm like, all right, let the pro take a look-see here. <laughs> so I'm going to try to investigate this bedroom with a 19. Damn. All right. Um, one thing you noticed that uh, the the fine linens had kind of distracted. Ever <laughs> um, <They're> nice. <laughs> on the windowsill, you notice um, a chisel and some lead. 
hey, isn't this important to your thing that you found out earlier? I forgot. Your yeah, do I recognize it? Mm-hmm. I mean, you recognize it as uh, the sort of chisel you might put markings in lead with. And is there anything in it? No. Hmm. No, these, these this lead is unmarked. I'll pick I roll, up the lead and I pick up the chisel. Can I roll an arcana on it? Is there any magical energy? Can I just hold it up to you. Twelve? <laughs> so the lead itself only has a really kind of faint echo of magic about it. Um, but you can feel a very similar magic coming from um, out in the yard in the, uh, in the direction where the critter was, okay. like where the river was. Say, Booth, I think this is the clue we were looking for. Follow me, and I go out that way. Okay. <laughs> I keep the two things. Say, are you a good digger? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Perhaps we should find a shovel as well. Okay, I'm gonna look around for a shovel. Yeah, you can find a shovel. Okay. Okay. Yeah, given enough time, I'm sure you can find a shovel. Yeah, okay, you're fine. Yeah, don't need to roll to find a shovel. (laughs) I guess we would start digging. I would hand the shovel to Booth. So when you get out there, you notice next to a tree near the river, there is earth that seems to be recently Mm. um, dug. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Dig there. I love that, that the halfling is the one digging, and the half works like, uh, here we go. Yeah. Shovel is probably like twice your height. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> so you dig for a little while um, where this earth was recently tilled, um, and then you hear the sound of shovel striking metal. Um, you f- exactly. You find uh, buried in the earth uh, two bars of lead. Two. Wow. One has carved on it, Peter's heart should break. The other has carved on it, Evelyn should feel betrayed, like she betrayed me. To be continued. Bum, bum, bum.